You're listening to The Authorpreneur Podcast, episode number 26. Welcome to The Authorpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, thriller writer, Amelia Hay. On this podcast, I will bring you writing, book marketing, and self-publishing advice so that you can create your dream author business, build your author platform, and be creatively independent. You can find the episode show notes and lots more information on the podcast page at ameliahay.com forward slash podcast. So you've started to plot out ideas for your story using the hero's journey and you've reached the end of the first act. But now you're wondering how to transition from the first act to the second act and take your character through the last leg of the journey. In this episode, I will share with you the five stages of the hero's journey that occur in the second act. And I will also unpack the second act of the Fellowship of the Ring so you can see the hero's journey in action. So let's get started. I think this episode may be a little longer than usual. So I've been deliberating on whether I should move some of the stages to the next installment of the series on how to structure a story using the hero's journey. Now that I've said that out loud, it doesn't make sense to break up the second act. Instead, I've chosen to look at act two as a whole. So all of this information means there is only one more installment left in this series after this show. Before we get started, I just want to apologize in advance for screwing up some of the names of the characters and the places in The Lord of the Rings. What can I say? I'm Australian and by default I'm a little lazy. We like to shorten as many words as possible. For instance, afternoon becomes Arvo and good day becomes g'day. Just a side note, I'm also learning French and it's a nightmare. My point is I'm trying and failing but I'm really trying. It's just these place names are just so difficult and you know, I practice them, then something magical happens when I turn on the microphone and it's it's like I forget all of the stuff that I've rehearsed and I'm just pronouncing it for the first time. But back to the hero's journey. This episode will contain spoilers from the Fellowship of the Ring because I want to break down the scenes and show you the hero's journey in action. So why did I decide to do this? A lot of blog posts that discuss the hero's journey merely break down the 12 or 17 stages and that's it. And a minority share a list of novels and films that follow this story structure. I wanted to take this one step further because while I can tell you how to structure a story, showing you the structure in action is a far better way to learn how to tell a story. Just like three-act structure, the second act of the hero's journey covers 50% of the story. The entire second act takes the protagonist from the ordinary world to the special world. As I said in the previous episode, the stages along the hero's journey are not necessarily one scene, but quite often can cover many scenes, as you'll see in the examples that I share with you. Stage 5, Crossing the Threshold. The fifth stage of the hero's journey sits on the cusp between the first and the second act. In these scenes, the hero is now ready and committed to the journey ahead. From this point onwards, there was no turning back. At this point of the story, the protagonist and his companions step into the special world by crossing the threshold. The hero leaves his comfort zone and the ordinary world to embark on a journey into the unknown. It's a choice to act, not something passive that just happens or falls in his lap. 
he might be pushed but in the end the hero chooses to act. So there is a minor change in the character. While the hero might still be filled with fear, they are actively choosing the adventure and I think this is really key. The transition between the first and second act really shows a character making active choices as opposed to a character who's trying to avoid situations that are just happening to him. He's actively playing a role. In the Fellowship of the Ring, Frodo decides to trust Strider and follow him to Rivendell with his companions after Gandalf fails to show up at Bree. In these moments, we see his commitment to finding a safe place to hide the ring from Sauron, and he believes that Rivendell is this safe place. After getting stabbed by a Morgul blade carried by one of the Nazgul, Frodo finally makes it to Rivendell with the aid of Arwen. At this stage, it appears that Frodo's journey has come to an end because he has reached Rivendell and Gandalf makes it explicitly clear that the secret council cannot ask any more of Frodo. However, Lord Elrond insists that the One Ring cannot stay in Rivendell because the elves plan to leave Middle-earth. But during the secret council, Frodo starts to become seduced by the ring and gets sucked into the real adventure by volunteering to take the ring to Mordor and casting into the fires of Mount Doom. Stage 6, Tests, Allies and Enemies. The sixth stage of the hero's journey is all about the struggle. The hero undergoes trials and tests and must overcome each challenge that is set before him in order to reach the goal at the end. But these challenges are not without purpose. The hero's skills and powers are tested and refined in every step of the way. Every obstacle that he faces helps the reader to gain a deeper insight into his character. These struggles create an identifiable character that is sympathetic in the eye of the reader. Your reader should be rooting for him at this stage and just as committed to seeing the journey through to the end. It's at this point in the journey that the cast of characters expands and the hero finds out who can be trusted and who cannot. Each of these allies and enemies helps prepare the hero for the ordeals that are yet to come. So every new encounter has a purpose. In the Fellowship of the Ring, there's finally good news for Frodo. He isn't going alone to Mount Doom. Upon declaring he will take the ring to Mordor, Frodo learns he has allies. Gandalf, Aragorn, Legolas and Gimli join the quest and promise to protect him. Boromir also joins the Fellowship, but you get a sense that he has other motives. I'm not saying that his motives are bad, but he makes it pretty clear that he has a rivalry with Aragorn and Boromir also believes the ring should stay in Gondor so they can use it against the enemy and finally overpower Sauron. Samwise, Merry and Pippin who are eavesdropping on the secret council also volunteer to join the quest. Moments before Frodo's departure from Rivendell, Bilbo offers Frodo his sword and a protective tunic made from mithril which acts as a type of chainmail. It's really the only way I can describe it. As Frodo puts on the shirt, Bilbo is tempted by the power of the ring, but is shocked by his reaction and apologizes for his part to play in the events that unfolded. It's not until the nine companions leave the safety of Rivendell that these alliances are tested, but for now they are all united with one purpose. Stage seven, the approach to the inmost cave. 
The hero gets closer to his goal as he approaches the inmost cave. It's not a physical cave, but sometimes it can be an actual location in which lies danger. Or it's an inner conflict that the hero has not faced up until now. As this stage suggests, it's all about the approach because the hero has not entered it at this point. These scenes are all about the planning and strategy that's needed to defeat the villain. As the hero approaches the threshold to the inmost cave, fear and doubt resurface just like the call to adventure. At this point, the hero needs time to reflect upon his journey and the road ahead. Why? Because it helps the audience and the hero come to grips with the magnitude of the ordeal ahead. So here's an example of the scenes leading up to and including the approach to the inmost cave in The Fellowship of the Ring. To avoid the minds of Moria, Gandalf attempts to take the Fellowship through the Misty Mountains and then through the Gap of Rohan and then east to Mordor. But Saruman has other plans. After discovering the Misty Mountains are being watched, he takes the pass of Karadas. To persuade Gandalf to take the more dangerous route through the mines, Saruman brings down the mountains on the Fellowship. Gandalf refuses to play ball and leaves the decision to Frodo who chooses the mines because of how fondly Gimli speaks of them and is blissfully unaware of the dangers ahead. The official approach to the inmost cave occurs deep underground as they navigate through the mines of Moira. Upon realizing their mistake and getting trapped in the entrance of the mines after an attack from a monster, this monster sort of looks like this massive octopus. They have no choice but to go through the mines. While deciding upon the correct path through the mines, Frodo and Gandalf have a discussion about Gollum, who has been trailing behind them for quite some time. This discussion becomes philosophical when Frodo confesses that he wishes the ring never came to him. Gandalf reminds Frodo that there is more than just evil at work and that Bill Bilbo was meant to find the ring just like he was meant to be the next bearer. This conversation gives Frodo the courage to continue his quest. Stage 8, The Ordeal. The Ordeal is the midpoint of the story where the hero faces his biggest test so far. Grim news reaches the protagonist and he must recalculate and make his next move. In Campbell's monomyth, these scenes are referred to as the belly of the whale and Vogler refers to this as a black moment in his adaptation. A hero must confront their biggest fear. If they survive, the hero will emerge transformed. But in order to receive this transformation, they must face a dangerous test or deep inner crisis. The hero must draw upon his skills and experiences he gathered along the approach to the inmost cave to be victorious. This moment is the high point of the hero's journey where everything the hero holds dear is put on the line and in some cases the hero or one of his companions must make a terrible sacrifice. As you'd expect the hero emerges victorious but not without cost. A metaphorical or literal death has changed the hero forever. Through his grief the hero is transformed into a stronger version of themselves. So here's an example of the ordeal scenes in the Fellowship of the Ring. As the Fellowship enter the beautiful dwarf city, Gimli spots his cousin's final resting place. Gandalf discovers in a journal in which the dwarves' final actions were recorded. While listening to the horror of their final hours, Pippin gets a little too curious and accidentally locks a skeleton down a well, alerting the orcs of their presence in the mines. His 
actions led to a fight with the orcs in which the fellowship are dangerously outnumbered. However, the Balrog is awoken and scatters the orcs, momentarily saving them from their doom, only to chase the nine companions through the mines and across the bridge. Gandalf challenges the Balrog to a duel and ends up getting dragged down to the depths of the mines. Stage 9, The Reward The hero emerges from the ordeal as a stronger person and often with a prize. In essence, the protagonist and his companions are rewarded for facing death, but the risk of losing the reward looms over them because they still have to complete the rest of the journey. The reward may come in many forms, an object of great importance, a secret, higher knowledge, reconciliation with an ally, or even their own lives. Sometimes a reward can have greater ramifications for the journey ahead or even aid his return back to the ordinary world. So here's an example of this from the Fellowship of the Ring. Gandalf's sacrifice at the bridge allows the remaining members of the Fellowship to escape with their lives. Unfortunately, this is their only reward. They have no time to grieve because, as Aragorn reminds them, the hills will be swarming with orcs by nightfall. And this is where we see that amazing moment where, in just a single glance, you get a glimpse of the depth of Frodo's internal pain at the loss of one of his closest friends and mentors. I've seen that scene so many times and I still cry. I'm not a huge crier at books, but, well, sorry, in this case, it's a film. I'm not a massive crier in films, but for some reason, there are moments in these three films that just make me maybe not cry hysterically, but I do, there are physical tears that roll down my face. The next five stages of the hero's journey are crossing the threshold, tests, allies and enemies, the approach to the inmost cave, the ordeal and the reward. Between now and the next instalment in the mini-series on the hero's journey, I want you to continue to read a novel or watch a film that follows this story structure. As you watch or read, see if you can notice the five stages of the hero's journey in the second act. Create a spreadsheet or open up a note taking app and record these stages and take notes based upon what happens in these scenes. Analyzing other stories will help you to become a better storyteller. Now I want to hear from you. Let me know how you got on with this activity by sharing in the comments section over on my blog at ameliahay.com forward slash episode hyphen 026 or tweet me at writer ad hay in next week's show we will focus on the final three stages of the hero's journey which occur in the third act plus i'll share five tips on how to structure a story using the hero's journey thanks for listening and happy reading and writing everybody Thank you for listening to the Authorpreneur podcast. If you love this episode, then hit the subscribe button and leave a review on your favorite podcasting app. I'm your host, Amelia Hay, and I'll see you next week for another episode.